0: Hi, Olive. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Dr. Dana. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> so tell everybody who's listening or watching, what do you do? What is your life's passion?
1: Yeah, so I am currently a mobile massage therapist here in San Diego. My life's passion really is to help women feel empowered within themselves, especially after the pandemic, right? It's it's. Making sure that they feel safe within their body to just show up as who they are, especially with just what we've gone through and
0: just really show up as authentically them. So talk about that, because that's one of the things that on top of loving you and you were at the mental health fair with us and you're one of like our posse. One of the things I love about you is that you have very prominently on your website that you're a safe space for everyone for body positivity and like be showing up as you are why is somebody's listening at home like why does that matter in massage therapy talk right. about that no
1: for sure i think that's coming from my own personal experience right culturally I'm filipina culturally societally we, there's this expectation of how to look like and how we should be and how we should mm. present ourselves to one assimilation right and also two is Culturally, societally, there's also expectation of how women should be. Mm -hmm. So when I say come as you are, like literally come as you are, since I'm, I'm also a mobile massage therapist, Women tend to also say, oh, I got to clean up before I go. I'm just Uh, like, no, just come as you are. As long as we're safe on the table, you're safe on the table, I can go around it. Then you don't even have to shave your legs, you know,
0: that's okay." (laughs) So people think, though, I mean, because there's some people listening will be like, what? I I, I didn't know that I was supposed to be prepping for this.
1: Right. And some of them do. Right. I think there's just expectation of how they should show up. So that's why I just say come as you are. As long as you're safe, you and I are good, then Show up as you know, just who you are and who you're meant to be, and we'll just make it
0: work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how did you get into this work? This is a pretty specific passion. How what yes. did you? What was your journey to get to this? Um, it took a while. So, I'm uh,
1: I'm I'm a Filipino immigrant. Mm-hmm. Moved here when I was ten. I've always wow. kind of known I wanted to help others, but you know, the path I was pre nursing, which is kind of a typical Pil- Filipino thing, right? But at the end of it, fortunately, my parents were very supportive and for them to just say just find your passion, whatever that looks like, right? And of course, there's the adulting portion of making sure that you have insurance, that you have coverage. And so I found myself in the corporate space of Mm. workers comp insurance for 11 and a half years. But I've always told my spouse, I'm not going to be here forever. But, you know, 11 and a half years later, I'm like, okay, like it's been too long. There's been so many shifts. I loved it at one point because it was women led and Mm -hmm. I I felt very supported in the space. But as we any company incorporation, it changes throughout time. So eventually I knew I was going to get back into serving others. And I didn't know what that looked like then, you know, so I went into part of my work is also holistic and spiritual. So I had the spiritual awakening or kind of moved back in that journey of what it looks like to be spiritual. And so I went on a 10-day Vipassana meditation. Wow. Very intense, but it's an amazing, uh, free for everyone, really. They provide food for you. They provide accommodation. It's vegetarian food, but it's work. And I've known about it from my brother. He's been doing it for years and I knew it was going to be an intense kind of situation where you're just in your head space right you're supported there Um, but that was when I realized hey maybe look into massage because in the Philippines you know we have holistic modalities right or I guess you would say techniques that we're brought down from family. So one of them is Hilot, which is healing touch. So that's what it means. And so within my spiritual kind of deepening and reawakening, I guess you would say, because when I assimilated here, everything kind of got shut down because I needed to make sure I was safe enough to live here as a 10 year old little girl, right? Survival mode. Survival mode, mode exactly. Yeah. And so when that reawakened, I re talking to my parents and family, I realized that we've always had this gift of touch. And we actually, I grew up with my dad massaging us, you know, like, hey, we have aches and pains. And that was his love language, too, of just touch. And I thought, I've always thought, you know, I've always felt like I had this gift, but I just didn't realize that I could pursue it Mm -hmm. as an adult. Right. And so when I went into this journey and I went to the Vipassana meditation, I had this vision of go onto this path, look into it, look into the different schools. And that started maybe 2018, 2019. And then I graduated within the pandemic, 2020.
0: Rough. As a massage therapist. <laughs> yes, yes, and like
1: the touch, right? And mm-hmm. so I ended up going back to school too, like physically, even though I finished the course, I'm like, I'm, I'm not, comp- I don't feel competent enough if I don't touch enough bodies right to make sure that i'm confident in making sure you have to do like an
0: internship oh yeah that's part of the school thankfully
1: yeah um I went to Pacific College of um, Oriental Great. Medicine, but now it's Pacific College um, of Health and Science. So mm-hmm. they thankfully also have uh, they provide services for community to just go there and you, you get your hours there as well and also your experience. Was there people still willing to do that during uh- uh, at the time? No, that's why I ended up going back when they kind of opened up. It okay. was very you know stringent, making sure everything's wow. in protocol. That's why I'm like, okay, like we're gonna do this, right? Yeah. It, much more so because people needed the sense of touch, Heck, right? Yes. When everyone was just so separated and so that's how mobile massage therapy for me kind of came about serendipitously i would say because it started with friends and family who still needed that care but they wanted to make sure that they see everything that's going in i was sanitizing everything you know so i came in i leave like i was never there but at least they come come out of it very relaxed nurtured and just felt helped
0: So what do you think is the difference between those of us that are almost frightened to have a massage versus those of us that, like, "Mm mm-mm, that is, like, number one priority self-care? Is it a willingness to be vulnerable? Because I feel that massage is a very vulnerable experience with your massage therapist. Is that What do you think is the difference about why it makes it so palatable to some and some are like, nope, not going to do this? Right.
1: People have an idea. That's why I say body work as opposed to massage, because mm-hmm. when they say massage, you're like deep tissue, you're in there. Uh, right. But there's also educational portion about that in terms of deep pressure versus deep tissue. Mm. Right. When there's pressure, you're just adding more pressure and you can still go in between the layers of the muscles, the fascia. Right. Yeah. But when you. So when I say massage, people think otherwise. And also coming from an Asian-American background, there's also fetishization behind it, too, to be honest, yeah, right? True. That people don't think about. Sure, sure, sure. For my safety, kind of like, you know, kind of just adding that in. So what but when we think about... um massage versus bodywork there's people have connotations behind it they have Mm -hmm. ideas or expectations and i think there's kind of this qualm behind that like oh what is it like i don't want to be touched right and i think that's why i really emphasize body safety Mm -hmm. or feeling comfortable within not just your body just but within my space and how i provide that for you because yes, like there's already a lot of women, especially who is majorly my clientele, who feel very insecure about themselves, right? I don't want you to see my arms or my pits mm. or like, I mean, it's dark or it's it's hairy. I'm just like, no, like we all we're, we all we all have the same anatomy, you know?
0: <laughs> so you're giving them the ability to be touched in a non-sexual way in a way oh, that 100%. someone has never been, possibly able to give them that space just to relax because if you're yes. having sex with your partner mm-hmm. you're like oh my god is my thigh too much or am I holding you myself in my the right belly. way right. right but when they're hanging out with you it's like they get to relax they don't yes. have to be self and I'm very
1: transparent I'm, ve- I'm also I also try to be very uh, trauma conscious mm. uh, uh, one with how I provide aromatherapy for instance knowing that you know sent can also be activating for people right yeah. and when i perform my services for instance i'm very conscious of i touch specific spaces so that they know hey, i am moving here to your arms moving to mm-hmm. your legs and even beforehand i tell them what the expectations are if depending on how it's showing up it's usually back low back shoulders right sure. those are like the biggest thing but I also do abdominal work and a lot of people are like, oh, I've never done abdominal work. So I kind of walked them through it and mm. tell them what to expect. Right. So I always ask for permission first, not just in written intake form consent, but also verbally. And I'm going to say in checking you. in. Uh-huh. I say, hey, I'm going to go on your chest now, your pecs. Is that OK? Mm-hmm. I'm going to work on your abdominals. OK. And, and then I either see a verbal like yes or I see, a you know, cues. And then so that's kind of just how I hold space to make sure that they're comfortable. And, that, you know, there's no there's no like surprises in terms yeah. of like, oh, you're here now. You know, I'm in your glutes like, you know, so those are very
0: um, vulnerable areas areas for people so that's so for kind of someone who's not had a massage before should they have sort of figured out what are their boundaries around what they want to what areas they want yes. to touched or not Oh,
1: for sure and that's in my intake form right okay. and I ask Are abdominals okay glutes okay are the pecs okay mm-hmm. and any other areas that I should should be aware of maybe they have injuries on their legs right or they just I had a sprain. I'm like, all right, like how long ago have you had that? You know, did someone get a whiplash? I'm like, yeah, this, this was yesterday. I'm like, no, go to the doctor first. Make sure you're OK before I work on you. Right. So there's definitely for me, there's protocols that I have in place beforehand to make sure that they feel good. And some people have had conversation beforehand. They call me and they're like, hey, I have more question about what you do. So mm. when I say body work, it's not necessarily just how massage is. I also incorporate the intuitiveness, the holisticness, which is craniosacral. Mm-hmm. So I, we call that like your inner physician. So what, what I usually say is, right, Like we have this innate ability to heal ourselves, but sometimes we just need an outside, you know, facilitator to get us there. Um, and so that's when I bring in all my different modalities to kind of see what works. And if it doesn't, then hey, let me refer you to people that I know and I
0: trust to see if they can help you along the way. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is preparing to have a massage for the first time and they're not comfortable with what's happening in the body work, how would you recommend that they talk to the practitioner? I, th- I think they can I, you know, I think it's making sure that you know that
1: you're in control mm. of your session. Okay,
0: because right? we get intimidated that this um, is the person that's in charge and they know what yes, they're supposed to do yes. and I'm not supposed to speak up, they have a master plan. Right,
1: so. right, no like I think that's first and foremost, I usually also remind folks, if you've never gotten massage before, this is your session, you're paying for it, mm-hmm. you're in control, mm-hmm. right? Like, if a pressure is like too heavy for instance it's too deep you're like oh you're in pain i'm like don't just like arm up right because then your body's not going to welcome it because then you're going to tense up you're going to tense up it. you're going to come out worse at the end of it maybe bruise and sometimes that could be a part of the situation too depending on any sports right sports massage they move you around they do stretches yeah you'll get you'll get sore um but If you're not happy and you're not really relaxing into what your expectations are, definitely speak up because it's your session. And that's part of this whole consent. Right. And making sure that you're using your voice. And that's always the hardest
0: thing for women. It's how can you use your voice in a way that making sure that you're heard? Mm, I think that. From my experience, the practitioner that I see, we have developed a relationship so that she knows my body and, like, knows the areas that are like, oh, look, you've had some stress this week, right? And I think that that's a really important relationship for us women to have is to have someone else that understands a woman by I mean you can see a male whatever yeah. but like there is something very healing about having that space to have that gentle touch and to be reminded that your body is sacred it's not just there to service other people it's there to hold you right. and to give you strength and to give you the opportunity to have some rest and relaxation and let someone hold you and care for and you. And
1: you deserve it too.
0: Right? Yeah. I think for us, it's for me on a personal level, it's, it's always easier to give to others.
1: Mm-hmm. But when it came to taking care of me, that was the hardest thing. Yeah, Like before I got married, this was 10 years ago, I, I was heavily into the activism world. And so I was giving to community and the burnout was real, right? Mm-hmm. But when we got engaged around that time, the first question was, what the heck do I really want? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. You know, and then throughout that time, I've eventually developed that, you know, relationship with myself. But if we've given so much to others to kind of not know what your needs are, then that could be, you know, a red flag
0: in terms of like, maybe I should really start paying attention to me more. How do you suggest to your clients or to anyone else that they give themselves permission to do this kind of self-care because it's sometimes like no 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 I need to take care of the rest of the family I must be you know the giver and sacrificer and in, right. in your like you're providing a service that's like, nope, we need to think about you for a minute. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might be hard for someone to give themselves permission. What yeah. would you say to them?
1: I say, I think it starts within, right? It mm-hmm. starts with realizing that giving to yourself is not selfish. It never is. And it's cliche, but it's one of those things where how can you give at an empty cup when you're really running on low? Because that just means everything else is its going to feel like everything else is going to fall apart within your life and you're just holding on to your thread. So how can we prevent getting there? So, yes, I've, I've seen people where they are at their wits' ends, right? But how can we get there in a, in a space for you where... You're not at your wit's ends and you're not holding to your thread, but you're saying, hey, I'm just here for maintenance to Mm -hmm. make sure that I'm filling my cup as well as I'm filling others. And at the end of it, if we can also serve from an overflow within ourselves, if that's the ideal, right, when we're like, yes, I'm so good. I have this overflow. Now I have more capacity to do other things in life. Then that's great. But I think it really starts with Mm self-awareness, self-aware enough to know what your needs are. And it can be as simple as checking in with yourself, doing a body scan, maybe in the morning or halfway in your day. And you're like, I'm feeling a little funky today. Let me take a pause real Mm -hmm. quick. Maybe step outside, do your box breathing, right? Four counts in, Mm -hmm. hold it for two, four counts out, hold it for two. And maybe a breath can help you realize what your needs are. And then it can simply start from breath. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be big, right? Because people think about massage as a, luxury thing i'm like no it doesn't have to be it can be a maintenance thing yeah. in your life to kind of help you move through yeah you got to
0: invest in yourself so you can give something back 100 percent. okay so i've invested in myself mm-hmm. getting some body work let's switch to my favorite topic talking about yeah. couples okay how how do couples body work what does that entail for someone who's never had that before? And they're like, what is she talking about? What is how, what's going to happen? What does it look like?
1: Yeah. So for me, I what I've done for couples since I'm a single practitioner, I've done them back to back. So I think at the end of it, they just come out really relaxed. But when it comes down to, I would say, couples, it's they can even simply like touch. Touch is so important. Right. And they can simply just even the, the act of just facing each other and maybe just like holding each other's knees if, if 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 and then just looking into each other's eyes it can be as simple as that right and kind of having that intimacy in terms of like hey I'm connecting to you I'm touching you and then maybe move forward from there in terms of you know, like personal massages start with the shoulder. Shoulders are always a big thing, mm-hmm. you know? So then there's that creating of intimacy and also being able to communicate with each other what your needs are and say, hey, like, okay, oh, maybe do it a little more here, add a little more pressure, yeah. you know? And then I think that creates more of that connection within each other
0: and um, just the intimacy altogether. I think what I'm hearing you say is it would be valuable to apply some of the techniques that you use, which is, does that feel OK? Do Consent. I like that? Yes. Is there is that pressure OK for you? Can I, you know, enter that space with you? Not I mean, there is a lot of times this assumption that, you know, I have to like give in to what my partner wants to do mm-hmm. or I have to not think of myself or get into my head about performance yes. versus like really getting into my body. And so yes. couples massage is a intimacy that feels maybe if a couple hasn't connected for a while, it's a little safer.
1: Yes, right. I think that's a really great uh, way to think about it, right? It's like, hey, let's reconnect, let's go get massages together. Even if you're just in the same room together and you're getting body work together, Mm -hmm. I feel energetically there's the intention of like, we're gonna relax together in this space. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even have to be physical touch, but if you're just in the same space, I think energetically there's already that, you know, Connection between the two of you that you can start with, and then you be, and then maybe that would hopefully, tr- you know, kind of uh, ignite this connection of like, let's try this at home. You know, what does it look like to touch your hands, mm-hmm. touch your feet, even, you know, and let's connect in that way.
0: Beautiful. So I took something off your website. This is a quote that (laughs) I love. So I want you to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So you said, I believe that love needs to start from within. Wellness means health is wealth. It takes courage to pursue the unknown and also admit you are wrong. Growth can come from lessons and the willingness to face your fears. Are you like a therapist in training? Because that was beautiful. <laughs> Tell me about the inspiration for that quote. So those were, I believe, I took the
1: the values mm. in my life, and so I kind of combined them together to kind of see as my approach in terms of my life approach, right? So I like we all have adversities in life, we all go through struggles in life, but for me, it's okay. How can I turn this around in growth and and be a better person, be a better person for others. Like I stated earlier, I was m- more heavily in community work. So that's where I'm going back into now again and seeing how can I go back in serving community in a holistic way, but also making sure that I'm also cared for this time around because burnout is really real, right? So how can I take care of myself gently giving myself grace, that's always the hardest thing because I can be in my head all the time. So I think with that quote, it's more, you know, we go through all these life situations, but how can I not only better myself for me and and serve others, but also making sure as an example, making sure I'm serving myself too.
0: I love that. I love you are such an inspiration because a big part of being in a relationship is feeling solid and complete and whole yourself And you do such a nice job of representing self-care and the ability to be strong in yourself, but also be open to what's happening in your environment and not turning away from it, not shutting it down and holding space for it. So I am really grateful to know you and to have you sort of inspire all of us to be a better version of ourselves. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for
1: having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks for tuning into The D-Spot. Find me, Dr. Dana McNeil, and my guests on social media using the links down below. Subscribe for new episodes and leave a comment letting us know how and if you can relate or what topics you'd like us to cover next. See you next time. And don't forget, going to therapy is cool.